You're listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. Join us as we have a fun conversation with certified experts and physicians about health topics for you and your family. It's Your Best Life, our one purpose. Hey everyone, this is Sherry. And this is Adam. And you are listening to Your Best Life, powered by Mercy One. You might think that endocrinology is all just about diabetes, but it really isn't, Adam. It's about other things such as thyroid condition and osteoporosis. And so today we are lucky enough to have a physician on to talk about that. So what exactly is endocrinology? We're going to go back to our good friend Jenna Renstrom in Siouxland with Dr. Losti Torres-Potter. This is Jenna Renstrom from Mercy One Siouxland Medical Center, and we're so excited in our community of Sioux City and the surrounding Siouxland area to have our first endocrinologist in quite a long time, and that is Dr. Losti Torres-Potter, our physician in our new endocrinology care practice. Dr. Torres-Potter, first of all, welcome to Iowa. Thank you so much. I'm feeling really special like everyone has been very welcoming we're so glad that you feel welcome we're so glad you're here before we talk about your specialty tell me a little bit about how you got to us where are you from and then where have you um, done your training so uh, born and raised in Dominican Republic I'm from Santo Domingo then I moved to New York uh, when I trained in the Bronx for three years I completed uh, internal medicine there then I relocated to Tampa Florida where I did my fellowship at University of South Florida. And now, succeeding. So I'm really excited. <laughs> and I know you have some special interests in, in the wider uh, scope of endocrinology care. Tell me a little bit about the research that you've done on some of your special interests. Yes, uh, endocrinology is not only diabetes. We see like maybe 65% of the cases is diabetes, but we also have the thyroid disorders that are very prevalent, very common. Uh, we have the hypofunctioning, hypothyroidism, the hyper, and all the, all the autoimmune disorders that, you know, that they might impair the thyroid function. Also the osteoporosis, which is very important and very prevalent in areas that, you know, that they lack the sunlight, you know, it's not always like sunny in this area, so. And so I don't think of osteoporosis specifically as, is that considered an endocrine condition? Or talk more about how that affects people and affects their bodies. Yeah, endocrine, uh, osteoporosis is considered part of the endocrine uh, uh, conditions. Like we do treat like bone disorders in general, even though the rheumatologists, they might treat osteoporosis, we do treat it too. Uh, so, you know, having a low calcium, low vitamin D, not being exposed enough to the sunlight is going to make your bones weak. And then if you fall, you have a fracture and that is going to increase the mortality like a lot. That's the reason why we have to prevent osteoporosis. And especially as we see our populations age and here in the Midwest, we are such an aging community. A lot of people are taking care of aging parents or they're in assisted living nursing facilities. I imagine that comes into play when you look at at um, these patients who are living longer, but making sure they making sure they can have that quality of life. Yeah. So the main thing we have to do is like to prevent the fall and make sure the bones are like, you know, hard enough not to break if they fall. That's the reason why it's really good to make sure you replace the calcium and vitamin D and also get checked by the your primary care physician or the endocrinologist. 
Good. Let's talk a little bit more about thyroid conditions. That can be sort of a buzz term too, I think, because people um, wonder about it or not sure what role the thyroid plays in our overall health. So first, can you just talk about um, what that that does for us? So the thyroid is it's like an endocrine gland that is located in the neck. It has like a very like <laughs> nice shape, which is like a butterfly shape. Uh, and it does a lot. Like it's going to help us like manage like the energy in the system. So having like lack of thyroid, like hormone, you will feel like really tired, have like constipation, dry skin, your nails are like, you know, breaking up, your hair is like so brittle. But having like a lot of thyroid hormone in your system is going to make you feel like really anxious, having like palpita palpitations, like being like pressure speech, like having all of this energy that is not necessarily good, but you know. So those symptoms are, those might be hard to recognize as a thyroid condition just from, you know, a person who's not clinical like me. So, so how can we, how can we make that connection? So the situation with the thyroid disorders is that when it's impaired, the signs and symptoms are like they overlap because, you know, like fatigue is one of the most common. Like you can feel tired just because you are like, you know, overweight. You can feel tired because you're not sleeping well. So you have to, you know, we have to check the thyroid function test to identify which patients they have like abnormalities of the thyroid. And it, is that first contact if I have a question about um, maybe this is a thyroid condition, my primary care provider, and then they bring you into that, that care team at the yes. appropriate point. That's how it usually works. So you go to your primary care uh, physician, they said, said, hey, I have this, I'm so tired, I'm having like, I have no energy, my hair is falling <laughs> off. So they get the thyroid function uh, test, and then if it's abnormal, you see me. <laughs> How was that tested? How are you tested for a So you just have to do like a simple blood test. You don't need to be fasting. We do like a basic one initially that is called TSH. And then we do the free T4. Once we get the results, if it's abnormal, you'll see me. And I will make sure, <laughs> we'll make sure to replace the hormone that needs to be replaced if it's necessary. And I know you're so passionate about um, helping your patients get to a place where maybe they never thought they could. They, they felt bad for months or even longer and they, possibly they, they don't remember what it feels like to feel good. How do you help get them to, okay, we've, we've recognized now there is an imbalance. How do you get them back to their good health? So what you have to, uh, first you have to talk to the patient, explain the disease, because that's, that's how I do my clinic. I usually love, I love to explain whatever is going on in the system so they understand the disease process and how I'm going to treat it and the expectations. I like to set expectations at the first visit. Because, you know, if you have like, for example, hypothyroidism and we are going to replace that hormone, you know, you need to wait a couple of weeks to see the change. So it's not going to happen in two days, but it might happen. If it's not, we will do blood tests. We will, you know, reassess the case and redose your level thyroid if it's needed. That's such an important point too, and why uh, the Mercy One philosophy is to be part of that circle of care and go along that health journey with your patients because 
often it's not a quick fix and that wouldn't be the right thing too you know the education piece of it and and testing finding the right levels is that what you're passionate about about as well yes i think that you know if i go to a physician i would like them to explain what is the condition you know what do i have why this thing is happening i would like to know why you know so that's what i what i do usually in the clinic i explain it like hey this happening because of this and this is what I'm going to do, and we're expecting these changes at this time. With endocrine conditions, maybe not necessarily um, thyroid issues, but just in general, are there lifestyle changes that can be made in addition or um, instead of medicine to get that person back to the kind of lifestyle and health that they want? Yes. So the main thing in the case of like, you know, if it's thyroid and you have to replace something or block some hormone, you know, lifestyle modification might help to help you feel better with the fatigue and all of those things. But the lifestyle modification plays a very important role in diabetes management and also in overweight and obesity. Dr. Torres Potter, we've talked about thyroid conditions. There's also thyroid cancer. Can you explain what that is? Is it related or not necessarily? So lately, I've seen so many cases of thyroid cancer, not only in Iowa City, also where I used to practice. I used to work at a cancer center called a Moffitt Cancer Center back in Tampa. It's like in the, the top 10 in the U.S. right now. Uh, so thyroid cancer, the way we are diagnosing it is like someone says like, hey, you have a lump in your neck. There's something that is popping in your neck. You go to your primary care physician. They do a ultrasound of the neck scan, which is something like really painful. They just put some gel and check your neck. And they might identify what they call a thyroid nodule, which is a growing in your thyroid. So if that thyroid nodule is concerning for us, to be like, oh, it might be cancer, we will do what we call a fine needle aspiration, which is a biopsy, mm-hmm. and we will go from there. And then there's treatment. So if you know someone that has a lump in the neck, anyone that has a family history of thyroid cancer, that person should reach out her primary care physician or, you know, and get tested because, you know, it's very prevalent. Uh, I've I seen that thing ages like from 18 to like 76, 75. So it doesn't have like an like age peak or something like that. So you have to be on top because there's treatment in, and if it's identified at an early age, you know, we can do stuff. So there are some successful, that was my next question. If it's caught or something that people can be aware of, you can see success in, in treatment with thyroid cancer. So usually, that the way the cancer is discovered is by someone that says like, hey, you have a lump, or they do the, like a, you had an accident, they do the scan of the neck, or for some reason they found, oh, by the way, there's a nodule in the thyroid, it needs to be checked. So most of the cases, is like that. It's not like you have a symptom, it's not nothing like a specific that you have, but the family history needs to be taken into consideration. Good to know. We're so thankful for your expertise. I would just ask as our as some final thoughts as we wrap up, um, if a listener has more questions about their overall health and how that might um, be positively impacted by endocrinology care, what would you tell them to do? How would they start the process? So if they have any concerns regarding the end, you know, or service, uh, persistent fatigue, like being like overweight, concerned for having like high cholesterol, diabetes, reach out to your primary care physician, get blood tests, 
like, you know, simple blood tests, like the regular ones, and then if there's something abnormal, you know, come to us. That's right. Mercy one. <laughs> thank you, Dr. Torres Potter. So um, happy to talk to you today, and thank you for listening. Thank you so much. Great information there, Jenna. If you guys got any feedback, make sure to send it in. You can do that a few different ways. You can send us an email at podcast at mercyhealth.com or head over to our website, mercyone.org slash podcast. You can fill out a submission form and see all of our episodes we've ever done. Oh boy, do we love feedback. So make sure you do that. Hey guys, thanks for listening as always. Live your best life. 